We talk a lot on this podcast about independent artists developing their careers and turning music into a full-time gig instead of just a hobby. One aspect that we don't discuss enough is the financial side of things. I'm not an expert in that department, but here's a guy who is. Trevor Fisher of Way to Wealth Management is a local certified financial planner who can help you start planning your financial independence. Although Trevor was recommended to me by some local musicians and past guests on the show, he can also help young people plan for their financial future, help those close to retirement map out their next steps, get young families on the road to success, and more. Call Trevor at 204-471-3011 or email him at trevor at way2wealth.ca to get your finances on the right track today. All mutual funds provided through Fundex Investments Incorporated. Hey, this is Steve-O from Clipwing and In Two Months, and I want to invite you down to the Beer Boutique at 910 Region Avenue. We're your premier destination for all malted beverages in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Pride ourselves in providing a unique experience for each person who walks through our doors. So whether it's local, craft, succulent cider, or seasonal refreshments, we carry the brands you seek as well as those you've yet to discover. Come see us soon at 910 Region Avenue. That's the Beer Boutique. See you on the other side. One of the names that comes up most often on this podcast is Jordan Voth. He's produced and recorded a huge number of bands who've been on the show over the years, mostly in the punk rock, hardcore, emo, all of those sort of subgenres. And he's back on the show for the first time in a couple of years to talk about his work. And Jordan is unfortunately a big Toronto Maple Leafs fan. And this was recorded a few days after the news about Mike Babcock getting canned. So the conversation is mainly about the local music scene, about the work he's doing, the albums he's released in the past year, and that kind of stuff. But we do talk about the Leafs, and if you like hockey, if you like punk rock, if you like the local music scene, uh, Jordan's a guy who's been around for a long time, who has been very involved in a lot of great records put out by bands like Waster, like Screaming at Traffic, like his own band, Bleed American, and many, many more. The list is kind of endless. So it's a fun conversation. Hope you enjoy. All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm in this coffee shop again. Uh, it is definitely the new place. Food court, food court used to be the place, but the amount of screaming and children throwing things and like glass breaking and stuff, yeah, it's pretty awful. I think the last time I had you on the show was uh, we were like up top of the parking thing, yeah, at Polo Park, but that was like middle of the summer, so yep, was, uh, doesn't work now. That was also weird, yeah, yeah. Well, it's too cold now, yeah, yeah, but way too cold, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you are Jordan Both, yes, and uh, you, I, I guess it's funny because you keep coming up on the podcast, like, I know I talked to you a couple years ago. But people keep mentioning you, and I think it's because you've just worked with a lot of bands, yeah. and a lot of them end up on my show, <laughs> some yeah. or another. It's a it's a small world, right? Yeah. So it, it gets around pretty quick. Totally. So I guess like, I mean, last time I talked to you, we kind of went over just sort of what your background is as a producer and stuff. Totally. I don't think we need to go over that again. Probably not. Um, I'm sure some of it will end up happening just kind of naturally. But yeah, like what? Maybe just to start off, like what have you been working on recently? What, I, uh, I've seen your name yeah. crop up a lot with some new releases too, right? So. It's been a it's been a busy year, so it did. It's always hard for me to keep track because there's always stuff that's coming out, and then there's stuff that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, like for example, this year I'm doing a few songs for the band One of Us. I'm doing a new split with Fox Lake and Sitcom. Oh, cool. What else? I'm doing Nick Dyson's full length. I have a whole bunch of stuff that's on the go. But meanwhile, while that's all being worked on, Waster came out. Yeah. Screaming at Traffic came out. Yeah, right. You did that too. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm just trying to think here of what all, Ceilings came out, Louster came out. Um, 
so it's always kind of like this is what's coming out this is what I'm working on yeah sometimes like you finish a project and then like two weeks later the band just tosses it up on the internet and looks just I personally like I'm a big fan of like yeah you know do you do you usually not know you just kind of suddenly it'll be up and you'll yeah I don't often know like sometimes like you'll overhear the conversations them talking about the release and whatever so you kind of like or you know sometimes they're talking with a label or something so you know like oh yeah this won't be out for quite a while but you know yeah sometimes it's a complete surprise I remember the, the most memorable one I remember is uh, Boys Club putting out their second one on Christmas morning right yeah it sounds familiar yeah 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 and I was sitting in the bathroom just going through my phone and I saw like our new albums online I'm like oh wow that's that's surprising yeah yeah Christmas morning too that is surprising yeah yeah you know most bands they avoid the whole month of December totally. these guys not only did they not avoid the month they Christmas morning so yeah, that, was, that was pretty funny so often it seems like you have done a bunch of stuff all at once but it's really actually been spaced out it's just yeah like there's there's always stuff that's coming out and then you're always working on stuff so it's kind of sometimes it takes a while for it to come out and then sometimes like I said like uh, that Plymouth Breeze one that came out I think last week yeah we finished that I think on Friday and it came out on Monday oh wow so, that's, that's a super quick turnaround yeah. Yeah. yeah but you know sometimes the band wants to try and get a record label or something like that and okay. you know that process can take months years oh for sure yeah so yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's, I think sometimes it's but I, I feel busy. Yeah, well, I'm sure you, I'm sure you are. I mean, just yeah. even, even if it's spaced out, the amount yeah. of stuff you work on, right? Like, is, yeah. I, I just, you know, like, um, I know Sean K pretty well. I know he's still doing what he does. And well, he's, he's in 350 bands. So, like, yeah, yeah, I think at 350, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, like, you know, sometimes when I feel busy, I'm like, well, like, you know, it's still better than being in Sean, one of Sean K's bands. Where sure. Practice, that guy probably practices, like, every day. I, I don't know how he can. Like, I don't know how he can I don't know successfully. I think it's because he's young. Yeah, maybe. So maybe. He's only like twenty-five. Yeah, but when I was—I mean, when I was twenty-five, already I was already married. <laughs> yeah. But even even when I was in my twenties, I could barely remember enough songs to play one band. Like, yeah, let alone totally. just kind of play them. Like, and like especially when you go deeper, like you know, get up there in years with a band, and you have a few records and whatever. Like, there's <laughs> songs of my own band. Like, yeah, there's, it goes right. I'd have to listen to it if we were gonna play it. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. For sure. I, I think I think it's just because yeah. you know, he still has the energy. He's the stamina. Yeah. 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 I, I just turned 30 this year and there's yeah I, I can't do that yeah, yeah. no I, I hear you I'm 37 and <laughs> yeah, it can, yeah. I, I imagine it catches up even quicker the long, the more you go yeah so. for sure for sure so are you playing still like is, is your band still together or? yeah yeah we still are um slow year um just um two of our members are now engaged and they're getting married and just kind of yeah, so the life gets in the way thing. Oh, totally. And yeah. like I graduated from school, and so it's just lots of life in the way. But we do want to pick it up. We'll probably be back. I'm hoping next year, but okay. you know it could be a little longer. Well, when was the last release that you did? Didn't you put a couple songs? Our uh, our second full length record. It probably isn't in 2018. Okay. Okay. Um, and then yeah so we just it's been a year or two so we're all kind of like on that stage where we're like hey well, we should get back into it and yeah yeah do something and you know so it'll it'll all come together when it comes together well i think the last time that i talked to you for the show you were you were still in school right yeah for so sure. how has that changed now you know that you're working full-time how has that changed in terms of your just your ability to juggle all this stuff because i mean the amount of producing and recording you're doing the amount of I, playing yeah. your own band and stuff right like well my own band like we played once in january this year and that's and it, then right? that's it like yeah. we haven't practiced since then okay um so we're like really not doing very much. so that's at least out of the equation so you have time to yeah. yeah um you know and like 
the producing, like that's always kind of been there. I don't know. I manage it. It's you know I don't spend too much time at the office or anything like that, and so it's just it's just trying to manage it. Like sometimes I take my recording computer to work with me. And, oh, cool. You know, on my spare time, if I have an hour here or there. Well, it's like me doing this right yeah. now. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. You know. So it's just. It's like managing your time for anything. You know, if it's important to you, you'll make time for yeah, it. Yeah, sure, sure. So uh, how many records did you say you've worked on this year? Like, I know, again, there's the kind of timing thing, right? But Yeah, I think, I think I'm at like 15 or 16. Just on the year? Yeah, okay. I think so. Is that pretty typical? or? Um, that's high. Yeah, it's sounds a little, high. It's a little, <laughs> sounds high. High. It's a little yeah, bit yeah. high. Yeah. Um, but... I was also like I was out of school by April. Okay. Okay. And I had nothing but time on my hands until like around July. Right, because the band wasn't happening either. The band wasn't yeah. happening. The school wasn't happening. So I think I had like full time hours for like a month or two. Okay. Okay. So that maybe explains why there was a bit of an uptick in it. But um, yeah, that's about normal now. Like I, I when I started recording in 2010, there'd be like months of inactivity, and then yeah. I'd get something and I'd do it. And it would kind of go like that. And then when I went back to school in 2015, I was like, hey, well, I'm, I'm just going to record as my part-time job. Yeah. You know, I like doing it and, you know, I don't want to work. So <laughs> good, just, good reason to do it. Yeah, Good yeah. reason to just keep doing this. Yeah. And I was like, well, I've never really been that busy, but we'll see how it goes. And it's increased and increased. And now I'm at a point where it's like, I can't take any more than what I have anyways. Yeah. So... Yeah. And is what is what you have right now as far as bands that you're working with, it's all pretty much the same guys that you've sort of worked with over the years, right? With different projects. Yeah, I mean. like lots of lots of the people have come back over the years. So now like there's some bands like Sitcom, for example. I'm working on that split right now with them in Fox Lake. Yeah. That'll be the one, two, that'll be the fifth, I think. Fifth project I think with those guys. Okay. Or okay. sixth and like older bands too, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I've I've been doing stuff for them for years, and same with a lot of the bands that I work with. You know, they're that's that's the thing. Like, there's not a lot of newcomers anymore. Like, yeah. the people that I work with, like they've I've been doing stuff for them for years. It'll be interesting to see like a family tree of all those bands because I'm sure they're super incestuous too, right? Like, I'm yeah. sure everyone's in each other's projects. Well, I always I always refer to like um, any band that like Fonzie or Gammon are in. It's like the sitcom universe because there's right. Louser, there's Ceilings, Nice Cops has. Well, I guess. Nice cops isn't, but Sean's in all those bands. Well, Sean's in all those bands too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like it really is like it's all kind of like the same people, but you know they're all doing stuff too. Yeah. So yeah. Does that make it easier though? Just the fact that you've worked with all these guys so many times and you know what they want, they know what they want to do. Yeah. So like when you've worked with somebody for a a long time, you kind of know like some of the little things. Like for example. Alex Gidry is the loudest singer that I know. I can see that. I can. I can. I he's, the, he's so loud. Like there's just you have to be aware of it because he like you just you need to make sure that you account for that. Yeah, yeah. And I've worked with him now. Probably three or four bands, I would imagine. Yeah, at this point, like, at least two bands yeah. and like not three bands and like several different releases. And I feel like the newest one that we just did, I finally, like, I kind of got what I wanted, like, how it exactly should sound. Oh, cool, okay. So it takes that long, eh, to, to tweak it and some, sort of... Sometimes, yeah. if it's, like, you know, some guys are just really, really good, and you just, they're, you plug them in, you put a, plug yeah. a microphone at them, and it's just awesome. Yeah. And then some guys, it's, like, they're different little intricacies to what they do, and, you you know, it takes you a few tries to, like, really figure out how this should sound and how to best optimize okay. the way you work to make it sound so it's just yeah like with the guys that I've worked with a long like quite a few times it's it, it, it is nice to have like that little bit of 
uh, I guess in hockey terms, scouting information. Totally, totally, yeah. Well, and they know what they want to do for sure as well, right? Because they've, yeah. they've, they've worked with you before. Yeah, they, they totally, yeah. Find people approach you because they've heard you on those other records like yeah they, they know what you, what you expect from one of your productions like yeah totally like almost anyone that comes in that's new they always have like something that i've done where they're like we really like what you did on that yeah you know um we really like the way you did the last sitcom one or whatever it is you know? yeah so there's always like something like that like that's and ultimately like that's always been like my biggest that's been my advertising really is just yeah what the work I've done. I've kind of just let the work speak for itself. 
Okay. And it's all most. I mean, I know you mentioned the Nick Dyson record, which is a little bit different sound-wise, I would assume. But I mean, it's mostly still the, the punk rock, the, the some heavier stuff, metal, yeah, more emo-y things. Yeah, yep, totally. Like that's that's the kind of music that I like. Um, it's not to say that I can't do other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I haven't, but that's the kind of music that I like and I understand really well. So. I, I'm totally happy being pigeonholed in there. I remember yeah. for a while I thought like, oh, it's you know, kind of cool to get something a little different once in a while, but you know, I like, you know, I've always been into this style of music, so. When you play it yourself too. Really yeah, when you play it yeah. yourself, and so yeah, it just makes more sense to just do what you do well, and you know, there's there's guys who do like those different kind of records that I don't, and they do them super well. Yeah, yeah, so, well, you, you find your niche, right? Yeah. Totally. So what do you have to do differently with a record like Nick's thing? I mean, because his, his stuff is, I mean, I think song like songwriting wise, it's, it's probably pretty similar, but but yeah, like musically, it's, it's musically it's different. Um, for his stuff, no, it's amazing. It's less about aggression and yeah. more about you know trying to keep his performances as intact and as pure as possible. Like don't dig in on the editing too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's all about vulnerability and honesty and emotion, mm -hmm. right? So it's just kind of like making sure that that comes through, but also at the same time, like making sure that. You know, it's still bright, it's still listenable, it's still, you know, like it's, I don't want it to sound like rough and ugly, but at the same time, you know, it is still like, really like, it, it is a stripped down kind of intimate, but I will say this, like, what we have done so far, and we're almost done, okay. um, it is more of a polished kind of pop oriented oh, really? okay. than, than okay. what he's done before, like I, I don't want to speak for him, but like, compared to what he's done in the past, like this is just a little bit more... There's a bit more going on. It's, more, it's just a bit more. Because, yeah, I have his other two records, and they're, they're, they're super... I don't think raw is the way we're, right word, because his music is not raw, but yeah. like they're, they're really basic, right? Yeah. yeah, and there's just a little bit more. Like, there's, you know, some percussion and yeah. some drums and some bass. And, you know, it's just... I always tell bands sometimes, like, when you're in school, like, and you write, like, a paper, and it's kind of just kind of surface level and just basic, like, the prof will just say, like, give me more. Like, sure. So what would this sound like if it was just a little bit, if we expanded on just a little okay. bit more? Okay, okay. So that's more or less what his new record is, and it's really, really good. He's done a nice job with it. Cool. When's that coming out, do you know? It'll be next year. Cool. Look forward to hearing that, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I'll, I'll send you some of the stuff we have. Yeah, I'd love to hear it, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. So what happens, I mean, I know, you know, you were talking earlier about how, uh, the kind of life gets in the way thing happens. I mean, with your band, with other bands, things are changing. What happens when all these bands quit? <laughs> I mean, so some of these guys are obviously not going to ever, right? But like, did, uh, do you foresee a point where you're going to have to be hustling for work, or are you just going to take it as it sort of comes in? I have no idea. Like, honestly, like, even if that happened, like, you know, tomorrow or yeah. next week, um, I'd probably just work on my own music. Like, when I started recording, I didn't start recording so I could, like, go and record other bands. Yeah, I started yeah, recording yeah. so I wanted to record myself because I couldn't afford to go record anymore. It's a good reason, yeah. You know? So, I mean, if that really happened, um, I'd probably just record myself and, you know, I'd probably just enjoy the time. And, and honestly, like, when you're working as much as I have been lately, like, you don't, you're not really spending as much time, like, kind of messing around and exploring and trying new things. Like, you kind of, yeah, you know, well, so, you're too tied to getting these things out at a certain time. Yep. And, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to meet people's deadlines and, you know, budgets and all that kind of stuff. So it's more like, it's a little bit more business-like. Yeah. And I think if all of a sudden, like, I didn't have any work, I would probably just, I would still be just as involved with it. Yeah. But, I don't know, I don't foresee that really happening. And I think even if it did, like, I have such a large body of previous work to go off of that I think people would still probably come. But I mean, yeah, yeah. You never, you never want to, like, take any of that for granted. 
Do you get requests from out of town bands? Like some people have heard you on, you know, some Winnipeg bands album and want to. Yeah, like I've done stuff for a few bands in Alberta. Okay. I did some stuff from a band in Australia a few years ago. Well, that's cool. So yeah, like it, it it has come from other places in the world, but like predominantly it's from here and yeah. I'm happy with that. Well, and again, that's tied to the whole incestuousness of that scene, right? Where everyone's in each other's bands or their friends or whatever. Totally. Yeah, that's cool. I had a question and it's just gone now. <laughs> I was about to it's say okay. it. It happens. Yeah. Well, okay, well, let's uh, completely shift subjects. And what do you think of the Mike Babcock thing? Awesome. And, and, you know what? This obviously is not a hockey podcast, but I know you're a big Leafs fan, yeah. and I found the whole thing pretty hilarious. Yeah. So, you know. That's awesome. Mike Babcock is a piece of garbage. And Sheldon Keith is great. And uh, you know what? I've been a Leafs fan for 20 years, and I remember watching some of the most dreadful teams play in that jersey and going like, man, I wish we could get some talented players. Why won't all these players from Toronto come home? And then finally you're in a position where you have talented players like Matthews Marner and so on and so forth, and you have this psychopathic coach who's tormenting them in the dressing room. Like, I don't care if it's, it doesn't matter how much money you're paying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no amount of money in the world that's worth being treated like that by somebody, and like if they knew, like they should, they should have fired him so much earlier. I'm very happy though. Like I, I've been on the fire Mike Babcock train for. I've been on that. I've been legitimately on the wag on that wagon since they lost to Boston again. Oh really? Like the playoff loss? Yeah. Yeah. Like you should have fired him then. You didn't. You didn't get better from the year before. No. And he's the highest-paid coach in the league. Like, if your highest-paid coach in the league is no longer progressing your group forward, then you should fire him. Yeah. And the Leafs don't have any excuse. They're the most valuable franchise in the league. Like, just, just fire him. Yeah, yeah.
but the fact that he was also like a dick to people, yeah, yeah like yeah. a manipulative sociopathic jerk off. Like the fact they should have just shit canned him right away. Yeah. So I'm super happy. Um, I think Sheldon Keith is probably gonna win the Jack Adams. Well, if he can That's even do, take, if he can even do anything that like you know successful with him, he's gonna. Yeah. They don't have to win the cup, like you know. Yeah, they, you know what? They need to win a round of playoffs. Yeah. If they lose in the first round again, like it's gonna really mess with my psyche. It's just, it's not good. They they need to win a playoff round. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I'm a big fan of Sheldon Keith, and I'm glad Mike Babcock's gone. This is kind of it's related to hockey, obviously. But what do you think of this whole kind of reckoning that's happening? It's great. With, I mean, Don Cherry, uh, the dude from uh, Calgary, Bill, and Bill Peters. Peters. Yeah, yeah. It's great, honestly. Like, I don't care. Like, it's why? Like, there's no reason to treat anybody like that in any circumstance. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to like be hitting players, and it's just there's no need for it. It's so unnecessary. And like. <laughs> These players, like, it's, it's honestly surprising it didn't happen earlier because who do you think really has the power, the players or the coach? Oh, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, you know, the fans are going to be about the players and the team. Yeah. And the coach, like, everybody, any, anyone who's watched hockey for more than five minutes knows that the coaches are hired to be fired. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, they're there for a few years, and then you know yeah. they're going to leave anyway. So, yeah, yeah, totally. So, yeah, I mean, I know there's, there's a lot of hockey fans who, they like old-school hockey, and they think that this is, like, you know... Um, just you know, overly sensitive people. But you yeah. know what? Like when you're 19, you don't know better. And yeah, just a doing horrible things to you. Yeah. And your coach is kicking you, and I don't know, it's not good. But it's good that it's coming out, and it's good for the players. Like they don't deserve that. No. Yeah. Nobody. It doesn't matter how much they get paid, right? Yeah. Doesn't matter how much you get paid or how much you, or, or what kind of work you do. You yeah. shouldn't have to go to work and feel like. Yeah, that. that's right. I think people forget it's their job, right? To, totally. Yeah. 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 You know, and you know, like. And that's the other thing, too, is that, like, you know, it's going to be, like, for Don Cherry, too, like, how much sense did he really make in the first place? Like, yeah. he didn't make a very, very much sense on the air anyways. Like, he, there's a YouTube channel that actually, like, transcribes. I love it. I love it. It's it's insane. Yeah. It's how like it, just completely it, yeah. off he is and, like, not saying any words. It's just yeah, it's, yelling it's, noises. Yeah. It's a very dysfunctional use of language. It's not good. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I don't know why you, why, and, like, some people are just furious about it. It's like, yeah. why? What are you really missing out by not seeing him for ten minutes? Well, working in working in news media, the amount of complaints we got—I don't even work for the same company that employed him—but like, yeah. just you run a story about this happening and just barrage of like people just furious. And like, I grew up watching Don Cherry, so and it was like appointment TV for me. Like, I you know, even as an adult, I would be like, hey, it's Saturday, I gotta watch the first intermission. Yeah. And like, he was slowly getting more and more senile and more and more ridiculous. But like, I still watched him, and when he got fired, I was like, yeah. He, should have been fired. It was a good choice. Like, yeah, you like even even if you wanted to set all the remarks and controversy aside, he wasn't very good at his job. And he was eighty five years old. And he's, he's eighty. Yeah, yeah, he was eighty five years old. He is worth fourteen million dollars, so I think he'll be okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I heard he's starting a podcast too. He did. I listened to it. Yeah, it's not good. Is it coherent? No, and it's longer. <laughs> so it's like instead of ten minutes of like. Ron McLean moderated yeah, yeah, yeah. nonsense. Yeah. It's just thirty minutes. Just let him loose. Just like. Yeah off to the racetrack so it's yeah it wasn't very good i listened to one episode and like i i didn't really get through much of it it was just it was dumb yeah i'm just gonna stick with my old uh like rock and soft in the first three vhs tapes yeah and i have those still i watch them still i'm good like, totally yeah like those were and i grew up with those tapes i grew up watching them too and like but you know times change people evolve and yeah it's just 
he's an old dinosaur and he doesn't fit anymore. So. Yeah. Well, it's, and it kind of falls in line with all these other reckonings that are happening in different industries, too. Like, people totally. who are shitty are getting called out for being shitty. Like, Yep. Film industries have their, their day with that, yep. too, right? So, yeah, Well, and I think, to a certain, just to make a, like a bad attempt at bringing this back full circle, like, I think that punk rock is happening a little bit. There's been a few kind of semi-high-profile cases. I think it probably needs to be done a bit more of people who are... Yeah, just, probably. Because there's, there's some... It's, even in Winnipeg's own little community, the shitty people, like, you know? Yep. Oh, yeah, totally. And, like, that's happened when in the past, too, when I've yep. had bands that have recorded with me, and then it's, like, some stuff has come out about them, and it's like, oh, that's super unfortunate for yeah. everybody involved, and you have to distance yourself from it. Well, because so. your name's on the record, right? So that's... Yeah. 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 yeah, and you don't want that reflecting poorly on you, who would? So, yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but it's, it's good that that's the culture now. It's good that yeah. people are are um, finally finding like the courage to come forward and totally. it's being supported by people so totally yeah and he, again even as someone who likes old time hockey like you know I'll watch hockey fights all day yeah like, and you know it's but you got to at least acknowledge that things yeah. are different and then same with the music stuff and the acting and everything else like there's you can't yeah no, as, as entertaining as the old shit is if there's that bad stuff happening under the surface then you gotta get rid of it right yep absolutely I don't know where I'm going with that. It just uh, yeah, no, I, totally. I figured we're talking about hockey. We need to somehow make it go back to to yeah, the point of the show. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So hopefully uh, the Leafs just win every single game. I don't think it's gonna happen. Probably not. No. But you know, I can always hope. You think Babcock's gonna go to that Seattle team? I was when he first got fired. I said that they would they would probably at least consider him. Yeah. Because. A brand new team like that won't have like a leadership core. Yeah. There won't, there'll be a kind of a vacuum in that regard, and he might be just the right fit. But in light of oh yeah, some the, of those the new events, stuff, yeah. I can't. I would. I hope not. But then, then again, like you never know. Yeah. You know, he's still at the end of the day. Like that guy's still probably going to go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Like he's yeah, won, he, well, he will. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's uh, won everything there is to win, and he'll probably go to the Hockey Hall of Fame regardless of. How shitty of a person yeah, he is. I think those gold medals are alone are enough to probably to get him in there. Yeah. yeah. Although I, I'm convinced that anyone could have coached those team candidates. Yeah, teams. I've heard that too, and it's like, yeah, I could yeah. probably just yeah, open and yeah. close the door. Yeah. Just yeah. make sure they're all they'll go their skates yeah. on and just yeah. yeah. Tell Sidney Crosby to be Sidney Crosby. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's probably true. Probably true. So, what what do you have kind of planned for the for next year? Do you have a schedule already sorted out for production? And um. Not really. Like how far ahead like, do you do you work on this stuff? Right now, I'm more or less filled up until around February. Okay. okay. And it's kind of hard. Like sometimes, like you think it's gonna go like this way. Like this band will take this long, this long, this long, and then like you're good. Yeah. I'm good till March, and then like one band, like somebody gets sick or something happens, or you know, and then that band takes two months, and then yeah. the whole calendar shifts down like a few months. So um, right now, I'm I'm guessing i'm hoping that i'm booked till february but okay. like yeah i, think I, could, change, I right? could realistically be booked until march or april oh cool okay. so it's just yeah i don't spend too much time on it like i honestly the, the biggest challenge now is just making sure that i actually respond to my messages sure yeah you know i've like, got that problem too yeah. yeah yeah so you know and making sure that like i actually enter it into my calendar you know like my girlfriend and i we're always trying to like manage our schedules and make time to spend with each other yep. and like you know so if we don't do that then it's it's a uh, it's problematic well then you got other troubles you got to deal with outside of scheduling yeah, bands right so totally. yeah of course yeah, yeah. so yeah so I, I don't spend too much time on it like I, it there's always something to do 
Yeah. And I, and I haven't, like I said, I haven't had downtime now in like a couple of years. That's so. kind of awesome though. They, it just kind of works out like that, right? That yeah. There's enough demand for your services. So, so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been great. So yeah, I can't complain. Is there, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't remember if I asked you this last time, but I mean, is there like a dream project that you've wanted to do that, that still hasn't happened yet? Like a band you've wanted to work mm-hmm. with uh, locally or otherwise? Um, I don't know if there's necessarily like a dream project, but more like just there's performers that I'd love to see in a recording setting in person, like okay. uh, Adam Willard. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The drummer. Yeah. He's like one of the hardest hitters I've ever seen. I'd just be so interested. Just like to watch what he does there? Or? Just to even just. Yeah, I would just be content watching him in a studio setting okay. because he hits so hard and he's so powerful behind the kit. He's been, always been one of my favorite drummers. I'd love to just see him, see him play in a studio environment. Just see how, and I guess, just to indulge my fourteen-year-old self, yeah. Travis Barker as well. Like, okay, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. more, yeah. Like, I'm always really impressed with certain drummers, and that's always been the thing that I watch. And yeah. So there's certain drummers that I just. I'd love to see like just how bang on they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how much doctoring actually went into their performance. Sometimes you can tell. Like sometimes you can listen to it. You can hear that. Like yeah, it's been touched up. Well, you can probably hear better than a lot of people just from experience, right? Yeah. I mean, I think the average person is going to listen to you know some punk record and be like, oh, I assume it was done live. You know? Yeah, and that's almost never the case. Yeah, yeah. Right. But um, yeah, like it'd be just interesting to see like you know how much doctoring, how much, and like how. Like those guys are incredible performers. Oh yeah, so they're even, pros too, right? Even so, watching them in a, in a venue is yeah. exciting. But to see them in a studio setting would even be more fun. And then like dream projects, I don't know. I guess I always say like it'd be kind of cool to do like a rap or hip hop project. Yeah, but yeah. Don't use like any like uh, MIDI instruments. Like use all real instruments for the whole thing. That would be cool. Yeah. Even if you have to like chop it up and manipulate it later and like to get the vibe and the sound that you're going for something like that would be really fun but I don't, I'm honestly like I I really enjoy what I do most of the time so you know making that waster record was a lot of fun yeah yeah that, that was a good record yeah it came out awesome like it turned out really really well um, yeah it's always fun hanging out with those guys so yeah like I'm I really focus too much on that sure no it's fun
one more thing I thought of when you just mentioned the Waster record. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these bands you're working with, they're putting stuff out in different formats, like digital, CD, and then tape, right? The Waster album, yeah. on tape, some of those other ones. Do you have a preference as the guy who recorded this uh, of how it should be heard? Like, are, there's obviously differences mm-hmm. in every format, right? Like, yeah, are there things you like or don't like about some of the formats? Like, would you rather? How would you ideally like to have it well, if taken I, in? If I had to rank them, like, I don't know. It's it's tough because realistically a digital file doesn't have any value like when you purchase something let's say you download off yeah. iTunes you, if you look at your license agreement which I don't encourage you to do that because it's boring <laughs> but you don't actually own that file yeah, you yeah. have a license to listen to it it's license use and if you explore that topic a little bit further you'll see that some old legacy artists have been making a killing off oh, of really? Because of, just because of the way their old record contracts were structured for license use but that's a whole other topic yeah me personally i I'm a slave to convenience. I like Spotify. Okay. I know they treat artists like crap. But yeah, they pay I, like point zero 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 one cent of a... Yeah, yeah. point zero zero two nine eight cents. Okay, okay. Probably. <laughs> Better than so I thought. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not very viable or sustainable for the industry, but there's, there's other... That's an, again, that's another very long... Yeah, yeah. It's just a whole other discussion. A whole yeah. other yeah. discussion. But um, I like Spotify. I stream, on, I stream my music. Um, I don't have time to put on a record like, yeah. a vinyl, like a vinyl record or anything like that I don't really care for cassette tape okay I think it sounds kind of shitty um, vinyl as well I again I don't feel like it's when you're recording and you're creating a band's master um, the vinyl doesn't really sound like that okay that's not really so to me like there's and there's lots you you won't have to look far to find someone who says vinyl sounds better but and then you can have the, the, the opposite view as well. I mean, it's, people yeah. seem to argue about this pretty constantly, yeah. right? Like, and to me, like, I, I see it like getting a professional photo taken and then putting an Instagram filter over it. Sure, like, sure. Maybe you think the Instagram filter makes it look better, but that's not really what the photographer... Wait, intended. that wasn't the original right. image. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, so there's that. And then CD is... CD is, like, whatever. Like, it's it's... It's a physical storage device for digital files. Sure, right? sure. It's so it's actually the same. Yeah. It's basically just a waste of plastic in my eyes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really have any physical. Like I have all the stuff that bands give me when yeah. they've done their projects, and it's all in a storage area piled up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like when I listen to music, I my my biggest thing is I prefer to listen to my speakers, the stuff that I'm familiar with, like somebody will say like oh check this out like what do you think of this on like their headphones or their car and it's like oh i don't really know like i don't know what this sounds like in your car sure because you yeah you're used to hearing things yeah. and you're used to meticulously listening to things too right mm-hmm. so you so, probably have a different than, than most people you i'm sure you have a different impression of totally so yeah. like if i'm in front of my speakers and i listen to something i can usually form like my own kind of opinion of it pretty quick but yeah. if it's on like you know your beats by dre headphones or your, <laughs> your sure yeah, yeah your car stereo that maybe I've never sat in like I don't really know. Yeah, it doesn't and like it doesn't doesn't really mean like it's bad or good or it's just for me it's more important that like I can listen have a consistent frame of reference and listen to like stuff on my speakers. That makes a lot of sense. And yeah. to me that's like more important than like whether it's on cassette, CD, vinyl, or whatever. Uh, that's an interesting way to look at it. I think because a lot of people I know will listen to Spotify, for example. Mm-hmm almost sort of laziness because they don't have to deal with anything else they just press a button or just say it out loud to their google thing and it, yeah. it does it right but you're coming at it from a different ways you want to actually hear it like in a controlled environment yeah. i guess right like totally and like 
I think as like technology keeps moving, we'll eventually get to a point where we're streaming better quality files too. Sure. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, because I mean, look at MP3s like 10, 15 years ago compared yeah. to now, right? Compared yeah. to now, yeah. like you can do a high res MP3 that sounds really, really good. Yeah. Like it's, you know, so eventually if we ever get to the point where we're streaming like really high res files and we can, you know, I feel like that'd be really great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like for me, it's more, more important that I can hear it in something that like I understand yeah yeah sure then then the format and like I'm also just like I'm not like a big stuff person I don't want like boxes of records and yeah. shit like that like I I'm that guy I, I like to just <laughs> I'm definitely have, I like to just be uncluttered sure so. well and I can definitely see the appeal of that yeah for I mean listening because I, I have boxes of stuff and yeah. shelves full of stuff and drawers full of tapes totally. and everything and it's like I, I don't think I can ever get away from that like it's funny how many people I talk to on this show like over however many years I've been doing it where they've just scrapped everything and gone strictly to streaming or yep. and I love the idea of that but I can't I can't bear to give away like I, I couldn't I couldn't do it like I think just, yeah like I'm too connected to the, the physical tapes and records and CDs that it just and I'm like I'm kind of like that with books too like I've yeah tried, I couldn't I couldn't, I couldn't to, do any books no I've tried to just read on my iPad or I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah. I guess with music, it's just different. Like the the physical packaging of it really yeah. just doesn't. No, that's it's cool. It's, it's just a personal preference, right? But I think totally. I think that it's eventually there's gonna be less and less people who are doing it the way I do because it's just you know my kids like my oldest kid's in grade five now. Like when she's a teenager, yeah. I mean she'll know about records and tapes and CDs because I have them. Yeah. But none of her friends are gonna listen to that. Like no. it's all gonna be some kind of whatever the new Spotify yeah. is or something on there. Whatever so, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, but there's also, there's other things too, like especially in the punk scene, like the resurgence of vinyl, the resurgence One tapes, yeah. Tapes is, you know, tapes are cheap to do, like you can yep. do a tape for like a dollar, but like to do like a vinyl pressing, it's... Yeah, it's out of most people's reach, a lot of bands it's just out of It's out of most of their reach, and, you know, it's heavy, it's expensive to ship. And you can't bring. sell them, you... Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of, it's an interesting spot for some of those bands, Yeah, but... For me, yeah, it's, I'm always, you know, I listen, listen to everything on Spotify or, you know, I'll check out podcasts on YouTube yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, How often do you listen back to your own stuff? Like, I mean, obviously when you're recording it, you're listening mm, to it constantly. Constantly. But, I mean, like, take the Waster album, for example. When was the last time you listened to that? That's been out for a while now, right? It came out in March, I think. Yeah. I think I listened to it in April. Okay, and then, and then nothing since? No, it'll come on and I'll hate it or... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but is there like that self-criticism when you listen oh to yourself? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like uh, almost everything that I think is really, really good, like three or four months later, I'm just like, ah, it's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know. Is that just because you think you could do it better, like given yeah. the time and time to think about it and stuff? And Just given, like I feel like I'm always learning something too. Like sure, I, you yeah. know, you're always learning a new technique or a new trick or like, you know, you, you kind of identified this deficiency in your work, so you've kind of corrected it on these last few releases, and you think these ones sound really good, and then you go back to the old one, you go, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. So the Waster one, I still really like it. I still feel like it represents what that band sounds like. Oh, totally, songs. yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, I, I feel like if I got a chance to do it right now, I would do it even better. Cool. But so. it, that might be a good place to end it up, actually. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, that's got positive note, right? Yeah. So if people, uh, you know, like you said, you're booked for the next little while, but, like, how do people find out what you've done and listen to some of your stuff and get in touch and things like that? You can go to my website, which is jnvoth.ca, and you can listen to some music and check out the equipment that I use. And I think, that, I, think I'm, I haven't posted to there in a while. I should yeah. probably do that. 
but yeah, like everything that you need is there, and yeah, go Leafs, go. <laughs> I don't I didn't agree with the last part, but that's okay. No, I was going to try to wrap it there. No, 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 I, I can't edit on that. It's, uh, it's not okay. cool. If you want to hear more episodes of this show, including the one that Jordan was on uh, probably two years ago now, I think, eh? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you can go to wikipolice.com, all 440 whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming. Uh, you can also tune in on Sundays at midnight and UMFM, and those are old episodes that get a bit of a boost uh, months after they come out in podcast form, so by that time, I'm sure you'll have more releases you've worked on probably there probably have quite a few of them so hopefully so yeah that's it's kind of a cool way to hear give an extra boost to the person who's on the podcast so cool it's an extra bonus and yeah thanks for coming to meet me on yeah no thanks for having me sam right on so much for being alone finding comfort in the bathroom of a stranger's home i'm not feeling lonely i'm just sorting I'm not